Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things we've seen, heard, or read, to what we did and what we do. You know, Stuff and Junk. Hello, my name is Albert. <laughs> and my name is Ruthie. I don't know why I forgot that part of the, that part of the opening. <laughs> Uh, did you fall asleep? <laughs> I think I was distracted with the sound of the gardener. Once again, we are recording with the gardeners here. I apologize <laughs> if you can hear the noise in the background, but that's what's going on. My gardeners are here right now. Um, yeah, hopefully. And that's what's going on. <laughs> and that's what's going on. <laughs> okay, anyways. So, um, as I haven't really been going to a lot of concerts this past couple of years, I did go to see uh, Megan Dia last week as of this recording. And oh, nice. Yeah, they 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 they've been on hiatus for a, a really long time. So they came back in the summer, and then now now this is their first official tour promoting their newest album in I think nine years, uh, called Happy Sad. Mm. Really good album. Uh, I suggest you people check it out. Uh, it's one of my favorite albums of the of the year, although I'm biased, but it is actually really good. So yeah, I, I have I have <laughs> nice. a link I have a link in the show notes for a Spotify link, but it's available Apple Music, Google, blah 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 blah. Um, so I the the shows that I did see them in is is in San Diego at for the Soma, and in LA for the Troubadour. Now the reason why I bring this up because uh, for the most part, going to concerts. One of the reasons why I kind of stopped going is because I am tired of looking for parking, especially when it's a concert in a city, right? Mm, yeah. Uh, so I just kind of casually googled um, best place to park at the Troubadour, right? And a link came mm-hmm. up for this website called Spot Angels, which I've never heard of before. And apparently they have an app for your the phone uh, to go along with it. And it, hmm. it showed me... How does that work? Essentially, you tell them where you want to go. You tell them how long you're going to be there. And you tell them how much you're willing to pay. Right? And then they'll show you the spots based on your criteria. So I put down uh, six hours up from, from this time to this time. Right? And then like, mm-hmm. and then I, then I, I moved the slider to free. Right? Just in, just in case. Because every time I go to the Troubadour, I always have to pay for parking because I never find free parking. Uh, it is dead smack in the, in the middle of like neighborhoods and whatnot. So there's a lot of neighborhoods there uh-huh. where you need to have like a permit and whatnot. Which is, understand- yeah. which is understandable for them to have that kind of rule. But according to Spot Angels, there's a spot like literally a, a block away from the Troubadour where parking is free from a certain time. Right. And, hmm. and, and then I, I and click street parking and yeah. no permit needed. No permit needed. Right. And then huh. so, I, so I clicked on the, the get recommendation and it showed me that spot. Like, like go to this, go to, go to this area. It actually has free parking that you can park at for the Troubadour. And I looked at it and I'm like, well, I, I guess I'll try. I never, I never actually looked there before. Uh, went there, I looked at the signs and I'm reading it and it does, it does say like between like, um, like 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. There's no park. There's two-hour limit parking, whatever. But I went in after 6 p.m. So I'm like, mm. well, I technically should be good, right? And of course, I'm very like cautious about it because I have no idea. It's L.A. They like giving yeah. uh, parking uh, parking tickets all the time. So I'm like, well, <laughs> based on the signs, I should be okay. And based on the Spot Angels app, I should be okay. So I went ahead and parked there. Sure enough, I was good the whole night, right? Oh, I, that's cool. So it basically gives you like um, what the sign would say and like would give you pretty much like good info on whether or not it's good to park there or if you're at risk for getting a ticket or not. Yes, it does all that for you. 
Huh, cool. Yeah, so uh, I, I think I'm going to start using this app whenever I need to go to concerts and whatnot and then like look and, say, and look and see like where's the best place to park for free or at least an affordable place to park next to a venue kind of thing. So, That's awesome. So uh, from this opening, two recommendations. Check out Happy Sad by Megadea, the newest album in like nine years or something. Uh, and check out the Spot Angels app, which you can also use on, on, on a web browser if you, want, if you don't want to download the app, but there's that too and whatnot. On the link, I also put in uh, a YouTube playlist from uh, both set lists from the Soma show and the Troubadour show, and also a couple of links to my Instagram where I took some pictures and whatnot. So yeah, so get check that out. Nice. Um, well, on this 255th episode of the show, we are going to be talking about Ruthie's encounter with a crazy person in the subway. Is that? <laughs> uh, we're also going to be talking about leftovers, not the show, but the food leftovers. Uh, we're going to talk about what's going on. And we are going to be playing uh, a pop quiz later on from Britannica Encyclopedia or Encyclopedia Britannica. I think right now that that, the sound of the gardeners is really loud. (laughs) But but hopefully you you listeners won't be able to hear it. I know you can hear my dog barking. (laughs) Knock it off. I'm going to send you to the bedroom if you don't shut up. Okay. All right. On with the show. So, Ruthie, why don't you go ahead and tell us your little story, well, little, little story about a subway encounter. My little story. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. (laughs) My my not-so-little encounter on the subway uh, last Saturday. Mm. Um, Yeah, it was was just like any other Saturday. I don't usually go out on the weekends because, like, I take the subway to work in the middle of a city um, every day anyway in Times Square. Mm -hmm. So, um, but I need it. wanted to meet with, meet up with a friend for lunch. So around 2.30 in the afternoon, um, I was at my subway station, which is only a block away from my house. Okay. Um, I was waiting on a platform and waiting for the train to arrive, which was about five, six minutes out. And I was just on the phone with my mom and um, we were talking about something. And then a, a minute or two before the train was arriving, I got off the phone. Next thing I know, there's like this guy in my face yelling at me to get out of his way because he was walking. Mind you, I saw him walking once uh, in my direction and I actually got out of the way. I didn't know that he was still just there, like, Wait, what, what like do you mean he a was few still, feet away from me. What do you mean he was still just there? Like he was just standing around, but he looked like a normal person. He didn't look like a, like, you know, he was dressed okay, you know, matching shoes, matching shirt. Okay. Um, you know, he didn't look dirty. But then when I looked him in the face, he was definitely like on something. Oh. And he was he was yelling at me. Like when I got off the phone, he started he came up to me and he was like, When you see me walking, you get the F out of my way, bitch. Jeez. And I was just like, Oh and I, I looked up at him and then I saw his eyes were he was he was like a was, I don't know, he was on something, he was, definitely. He was high or something. He was high or something. And I yeah. was like, Okay. And I looked down on my phone. He goes, what? What did you say? I'll punch you in your effing mouth. I'll, yeah, I'll slap your phone out of your hand. And like my first instinct was like, let me hold up. Let me hold my phone. Look mm-hmm. down. If he tries to punch me, I'm going to use my phone to block him right. and kick him. Yep. <laughs> you know? But I, I didn't want to make any sudden movements got, because gotta, gotta use he the, was just. Go on. Huh? Gotta, go ahead, use, go gotta, gotta use your crab McGuff or something, right? I mean, it, 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 I am paying for it now. I mean, I, I should, it, it has to come in handy. Right, right, right. Get gone. So, like, I was just, I don't know. I was just so 
wondering, like bewildered and wondering what the heck is going on. Like he wasn't even, and he, he was like, didn't you see me walking? He just kept on berating me. And like, I was starting to slowly back up an inch away. And then he finally goes, next time go walk over there. Why don't you go walk over there right now? And I was like, mm-hmm, yeah, I will walk over there. <laughs> so then I slowly like sideways walked away from him. And when he was a healthy distance away from me, he kept on yelling at me and cursing me out. But I basically like walked faster and I got in and the train, thank God, was like pulling in by the wait, time wait, I started walking away were, from him. Were you the only person there besides him? On the side of the platform that I was that we were on, yes. Uh, wow. I I walked all the way because it's a Saturday, so the the my subway station is pretty quiet. Oh, interesting. And usually we never have any problems like this. Um, so, so most people actually stay uh, are closer to the back of the train because that's where the entrance is closest to. Okay. And um, I walked all the way close to the front of the train and that's kind of where we both were. Mm. So like there's people on the platform, but they were far that they probably wouldn't even hear what was going on or they would probably just hear somebody yelling. But if anything happened, like no one was close enough to help me or anything. So, wow. so uh, I basically just like when I started walking away, I walked faster And then I started jogging a little bit to get as far away from him as possible. And then I made sure to look back to make sure he wasn't following me before I got into train because I did not want to get into the same car as this person. And yeah, I got into course. the most crowded car possible. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And then yeah. For, for, well, I'm, I'm glad nothing bad happened to you. I mean, it was just yeah. that weird encounter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then so. Weird. Definitely weird. So scary, but it was okay. <laughs> it was scary, but it was okay. Yes, it was not scary. It could have been worse. <laughs> yes. So, so from that, but, uh, from you telling me this story, I went ahead and googled like uh, terrifying random encounters, right? And mm -hmm. I got I got something from Thought Catalog, thoughtcatalog.com. Um, on the on this link, there's a bunch of stories here. It says 21 stories about people describing their most terrifying random encounter in their life, right? I want to say that your encounter was the most terrifying. I'm assuming, or you, mm -hmm. or is it? Mm, no, it wasn't. Yeah. I had a more terrifying experience before, but okay. this one was kind of like I was just ready to drop kick somebody. Did you want to? <laughs> did you want to share that one before I start reading from this, or no? Um, it's up to you. Do we have time? Oh, how long is this story? <laughs> um, it's really quick. Okay, uh, go for it. Yeah, go for it. So I, I when I the first night that I moved to Jersey City years ago, almost 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Um. The first night that I moved there, I went to a store to buy cleaning supplies and stuff that I needed for the apartment. And when I turned to start walking down my block, um, this guy started following me from behind. And he kept on, like, catcalling me and, like, just going, hey, I want to talk to you. Hey, you're, you're beautiful, blah, blah, blah. And then I kept on – and it was starting to get dark, so I was starting to walk faster. Um, it wasn't such a long block, but he just kept on – calling me out and calling me and he was following me and I didn't I was starting to get nervous because I didn't have the keys to the front door entrance of the building yet okay um so I would have had to buzz people in and it would have probably taken me like a good minute and a half to get somebody to buzz me in mm. so um my first instinct was just keep walking and go to the store across the street if the light is is right or just keep walking as far away as possible um So, but as soon as I was approaching my building, thank God, like there was this woman who was probably waiting for her cab or a ride or something. She was like at like inside, but 
at the entrance of the door. So she and I, when I was approaching the the building, this guy was still following me and calling me out. And then he started calling, then he started cursing me out because I was ignoring him. Um, and she could see what was happening. So she and I looked at each other and she opened the door for me right away. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So that was, that was really lucky because yeah. I, I honestly, in that moment, I don't know what, what, what would have happened if yeah. my door, if there was nobody there. Wow. I can imagine. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, that, that sounds, that sounds pretty scary, but, um, here, let's go ahead and I'll do like a couple of stories here. Uh, the rest people, you can just click on the link in the show notes and read from there. But here's one, number uh, number two. It's called, titled, I Might Kill You Tonight. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. A complete stranger approached me in Hollywood once. He was homeless, looking but tall, super tall, at least 6'6", bald with an absurdly protruding belly, like a water belly, and super long arms, like a wax figurine hmm. that started to melt. That's very descriptive. Uh, one of his eyes was clouded white, and he was missing a tooth or two. He just walked up to me as I was drinking coffee outside, because he's, you know, in L.A., uh, stopped <laughs> inches from my face and said, smiling, I might kill you tonight, in a low voice oh before walking off. Crazy bastard. That's that one quick story from user OLOLcopter. Okay. Creepy. Uh, here's one more, number three. Uh, Stop making me hurt people is the title. Uh, he goes here. Not sure if this is what you wanted, but back in college, I was walking in a dress and some heels trying to flag down a taxi, relatively late at night and in Chicago, and noticed a homeless man, ooh, homeless man again, walking alone hmm. towards me, muttering things out loud as if talking to someone else. He looked up as he was getting closer to me, and I saw his open hand close up into a fist. I got nervous and reached for my cell, not knowing really what to do. He stared and kept walking and then stops for a second right behind me and says, I can't do that. That'll be five to eight years. Stop telling me to do that. <laughs> F it. I'm doing it. Because I, I turned around and must have looked widely scared. He caught my eye and said to me, stop making me hurt people. And then turned around and kept walking. <gasps> Scariest moments of my life. Woohoo. That was oh by you, sir. I sell things. All right. I'm going to jump down here to the list. Let's see. Um, do you see one that you wanted to say? Um, I'm trying to look for a short one to these. They're getting longer and longer as we go down the I know, list. right? Oh, there you go. Okay. Okay. Assassin right. at the gas station. All My right. grandpa and I were at a rest stop once we were driving somewhere. My grandpa gets out of the truck and goes to, to walk into the bathroom. Off to the side, there was a shady looking fellow smoking a cigarette. When my grandpa had his back turned, the guy came at him with a knife. Yeesh. I tried to bang on the window or something to alert my grandpa. He didn't hear me. And then when he neared the wall of the rest stop, he whipped around, cuffed the guy on the ear, and slammed him against the wall, simultaneously pulling out his pistol. Whoa. Wait, the grandpa had a pistol? The grandpa did. Oh, okay. Go he on. Pulled a he put the pistol under the man's chin and said, I shit you not. Come on, punk. Try something. Make my day. Clint Eastwood badassery right there. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> the man ran off when my grandpa let him go. Then my grandpa called me, took a piss, and we were on our way. That's the day I learned he is a badass. And if you want to know why it was scary, is because looking at my grandpa, he looks frail and old, and I didn't know he had a carry he had a carry piece on him. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. <laughs> wow. And that was user the boss zero three two zero. Um, so this is like a little twist of a story. It isn't the the, mm -hmm. the writer's experience. Well, it is his experience. It isn't the writer getting scared of somebody. 
it's the it's the guy that that the grandpa pulled a gun on. Yeah, right. <laughs> so for him, that was his weird encounter. <laughs> but yeah, but go ahead and read some of the other ones from the catalog article. Uh, there's some good ones in there. But so take a look. So how often do you eat leftovers, Ruthie? Um. Almost never. Almost never. <laughs> I <could> say, <laughs> I, I don't like leftovers. <laughs> I, I'm kind of the same way too. I'm I'm not too big in leftovers. If I can avoid leftovers, I'll avoid it. But sometimes, you know, I have to. I have to eat leftovers. I know. I know. Jessica's really bad. She always has leftovers, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then, and then recently, I saw a video on the Infographics Show, which is a YouTube channel that I follow, and and they talk about how how. Um, uh, leftovers can kill you, or you can die from leftovers, right? Which, which for me was like, dun, dun, dun. but uh, dun, dun, dun. and I made sure to let Jessica see that. And in fact, I was I was playing it when we were eating leftovers. <laughs> 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 so so essentially, essentially, what it's saying is that um, leftovers, you know, unbeknownst to you, actually, well, I don't know, I, I think unbeknownst to a lot of people, has bacteria. The longer the food is is away from from originally being cooked bacteria grows and grows and grows in the in your yes. leftovers right yes so the older the leftover the more bacteria that you're actually ingesting into your mouth you know and some of that bacteria could technically kill you right the mm-hmm. essentially a lot of people have the the rule that i guess 2 days 4 days if it's more than a week throw it away kind of thing Mm-hmm. And then there, yeah. the, and then there are people who have the rule like, well, if I don't see mold, it must be okay. And those are the people who are going to oh, die. <laughs> no, 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 nope. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, so for me, it, it, I, the fact that I don't do leftovers is mostly part of the of the whole like I want to finish my plate mentality that I've learned since I was young, right? But but now mm-hmm. that now that I'm older, I can't really finish all my food. So, uh, you know, I would say maybe twenty five percent of the time I will have leftovers. Um, in fact, I believe we're eating leftovers tonight, coincidentally enough. But, <laughs> but yeah, so, so essentially, people, uh, things to consider when eating leftovers. This is an article from Nutritious Life. Six rules for eating and, leftovers so you don't get sick. Yes, right. and no, microwaving will not kill off bacteria. Yes, that's true. <laughs> um, see, let's, let's go with this article. I'm not going to completely read it, but, but I'm going to pretty much say the six rules, all right? They, they, they say no leftover leftovers. Essentially, if you hit up leftovers once, that's it. Anything past that, you message throw it away. <laughs> Which is funny because I've done that before. <laughs> <laughs> You've reheated leftovers. I've, re- I've reheated leftovers. Yes, yes, yes. They also said do the, the 2 plus 2 plus 4 rule. Which basically means that uh, you'll want to refrigerate or freeze your food within two hours of cooking. Store your food in dishes that are two inches or less so they can cool safely. Two inches, is that right? Uh, eat leftovers within hmm. four days. So that, that's a two by two rule. Okay. Um, mm, okay. Keep it covered. When you when you store it, make sure you keep it covered. Uh, they prefer plastic wrap or or one of those Tupperware things, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Contain wisely. It's one of the rules. I, I strongly recommend storing your food in glass, porcelain, or and stainless steel. But if you choose a plastic container for storage uh, or drinking, make sure it's BPA-free. Okay. Uh, yep. BPA is in the lining of many aluminum cans too, so don't heat your food in a can ever. Um, mm. Next rule is know the rules. Each food has a different shelf life, so that's something that you have to know. Um, mm-hmm. They say here dairy is a little bit more resilient than seafood. In fact, seafood 
one of the worst things to to have as leftovers because they get, they get bacteria really oh, yeah. fast, right? Yeah, you you can't. It's it's actually advisable to eat it the same, cook it the same day that you bought it mm-hmm. because it's actually not a good idea to freeze it and then thaw it because like bacteria could grow much faster when you're while you're thawing it. Yeah. Uh, then do uh, health benefits one one. Uh, rule of thumb is to pair your leftovers with big bed of greens to maximize the nutrient value of your meal. So, yeah, those are some rules that you have to follow, that you should follow when you're eating leftovers. Yeah, we should we should send this article to our parents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They have a really bad habit of thinking, oh, it's frozen, it's fine, you can eat it again. <laughs> Six weeks later. <laughs> yes. This article here from self.com says here, um, I'm going to be totally honest and possibly jinx myself here. I've eaten leftovers that I've had for longer than a week, many, many times, and I've never gotten sick. He says that that, that the risk of getting sick from leftovers is actually pretty small, provided you use proper food handling practices. If there are no dangerous pathogens on your food, there there never will be unless they are introduced at some point. There's no immaculate conception of bacteria. Right, so this is this is the uh, on the lighter side of things because you know a lot of people eat leftovers and, not, and a lot of people don't get sick, but but mm-hmm. it is something that you have to consider. They also say that that if you freeze your leftovers, uh, that's the best chance that you won't get sick because the freezer apparently keeps the bacteria from increasing. I guess. Yeah, but just because it's frozen doesn't mean it's okay. Like two months later. Yes, that's true. That's true. I think I read an article, a, a, a paragraph here about that. Let's see, where does it say about freezer? Mm, let's see. Do, 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 do. Food stored in the freezer, though, can last indefinitely. 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 Wow. What? And that's from a doctor. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. I don't know. Yes. Either way, the quickest thing I would recommend is click on that video link for the infographic show, and, and they, they should properly scare you about leftovers. <laughs> but yeah. There's, there, those are some tips about leftovers that you may want to know because it is pretty alarming. Yep. As of this recording, it's currently 9.05 p.m. on September 24th in Ames, Iowa, and... It's time we take a look and see what's going on. The reason why we're talking about Ames, Iowa, because of a college football game that happened over there. A college football fan held up a sign on national TV asking for beer money, and then apparently he got a lot more money than he expected. Uh, I think at this count right now, he got over a million dollars. What? For putting up a sign in a college game day. Mm, Nice. Pointing to his Venmo account. Mm. (laughs) I think he originally got like $20,000, which is a lot already as it is, but now he raised over a million bucks. And I guess uh, after a certain amount, I think it was like $600 or whatever, he decided that he was going to put the donation to a children's hospital, uh, to the University of Iowa Stead Family Children's Hospital, right? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so that's pretty nice. And then, and then what, what, what happened was that this went viral a little bit. So um, uh, Anheuser-Busch went ahead and, and Venmo itself actually went ahead and, and matched his contribution to the children's hospital and a bunch of other people decided to do the same too. So, so yeah, it's pretty cool that this happened and he's doing it for charity because honestly, if it was me, I'd probably keep the money. <laughs> I know, right? 
<laughs> Speaking of keeping the money, um, if you're listening to this episode right now and you would like to support this podcast for ex- even existing, feel free to send it to our Venmo at Who What Where's Why. We do have a Venmo at Who What Where's Why. Feel free to send us something there if you feel like it. It'll be much appreciated. Yeah. Thanks. Right. Thank, th- and thank you in advance. Yes. Okay. Um, speaking of getting attention, because that's exactly what we did. Uh, a husband is furious with his wife's sandwich. I think that I believe he got from um, uh, Jimmy John's. I think mm-hmm. because on the label, it's it has this five letter word word, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna spell it out. It starts with a B, ends with a T C H. Okay, <laughs> right. So I'm pretty sure you know what, you know what I'm trying to say here. So that's what it looks like. There's a picture there on the link. You can see it looks like that five letter word that starts with a B and ends with a T C H. So so he goes back, he goes back and he's like angry at the person like, how can you do this? How can you write this uh, for my wife? Blah, 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 blah. And then the guy goes, he, he looked confused and he's like, um, that's because you ordered the BLT with cheese. <laughs> <laughs> now, th- so this is, this is weird because I mean, this sounds too perfect to be true, right? For all we know, the guy made this up. Right, because how could mm-hmm. how could a Jimmy John's person write down B L T C H with cheese, right, and not mm-hmm. realize, hey, that kind of looks like the other word, <laughs> right? I think it was probably after the fact, and the sandwich already is already wrapped up. So, like, why change it? <laughs> it was like really it must have been really fast, like B L T C H. I mean, like seriously, <laughs> it sounds way too perfect for it to be true. Starbucks, you guys gotta one up this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it, it was their, it was their choice, right? I mean, speaking of choices, um, actor Sean Bean says he's now rejecting roles where he's killed. You know who Sean Bean is? Yeah. Yeah, he's the guy. Um, yeah, oh. Stark. The, yeah. the Stark. The, the Stark, and he's also in many other movies where he gets killed off. It's almost like a running joke now, a running meme that if Sean Bean <laughs> is in the movie, he's going to he's get killed. Get killed. <laughs> right. So now apparently he's now officially rejecting roles where he's killed because. Because he's pretty much saying, well, me being there will be a spoiler alert, essentially. I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that's going to be, yeah, so be a change for, for him in picking his roles. And it's going to be a change for people writing roles for him. Because they're like, well, we're going to write a role for Sean Bean. We have to kill him off. So I guess none of that anymore. Uh, yeah, I guess everybody's got their stereotypical role that they have to try to get out of. Yep. Uh, speaking of making changes, um, is a phone's blue light really keeping people from falling asleep? You heard this, right? People fall asleep. They can't fall asleep because the blue light in their phone is keeping their eyes or or mind awake or something like that, right? Blue light. Yeah, the blue light. You, you ever notice like your phone has like a night mode, and the night mode. Like, oh yeah. The, the it's night. It's warm. Mode, yeah, it removes all the blue because supposedly the blue light, the blue color keeps you awake. Oh, maybe because it mimics the sky during daytime, so your eyes think it's daytime. See, you yourself are rationalizing it. Mm. <laughs> okay, so according to a researcher from Oxford University, they claim that it's not the blue light exposure that's the problem, but rather how long into the night we use our devices. <laughs> that too. <laughs> right? So it's kind of funny because everybody, <laughs> at least now they have like, oh, I, didn't go, I couldn't go to sleep because I was on my phone and the blue light was keeping me away. Or the, no, you were on blah, your blah. phone. Yeah, you were on your phone. <laughs> so now, now no more excuses. No more excuses, people. You did go to sleep because you were too addicted to your phone, to your tablet, mm-hmm. to your TV. No more excuses about blue light. You just 
can't get just you just can't get off the phone. So so there, no more excuses. Right. Yeah, no more excuses. So I'm sure read some be... read read like a newspaper article off of your phone. I guarantee you, you will fall asleep within five minutes. <laughs> right, right. So yeah, so um, that'll be a change for you people. Um, but you know, speaking of something that that might also keep you from going to sleep, a video game. And there's this recent video game that came out recently. Hmm, I said that's redundant sentence structure. Over <laughs> a uh, recent video game this, that came out recently. Yeah, there's this recent video game that recently came out. That I recently, recently that I recently saw and recently played. <laughs> it's called Untitled Goose Game. Yeah, that's right. I that's, thought it was gonna be recently Goose Game. Yeah, it, <laughs> I know, right? Uh, it is called Untitled Goose Game. It's an indie game that was made, I believe, in the UK or whatever. Um, essentially, you play a goose, and essentially, you have to do certain tasks in the level to to as proceed a goose? as a goose, right? Like, oh. like it will tell you, like, oh. You have to get this hat from a gardener, so you have to figure out a way to get the hat off the guys of the gardener, so you can get it, right? Or it's like you gotta make you gotta get this kid to be trapped in a phone booth, you know. So there's all these little tasks. So essentially, you're a goose that's causing mayhem and chaos in in this small community, and that's the that's that's how the game is played. It's pretty fun. Mm. It's pretty fun when you when you watch it when you play it because because you you get kind of you have to be creative. Essentially, there are puzzles. And the puzzle is trying to do the task. So you're essentially trying to figure out how am I going to get the gardener to bend over so I can get the hat from him? You know, that kind of stuff, <laughs> right? So how am I going to get the kid to get trapped in the phone booth? You know, so it's, it's like that kind of a thing. <laughs> and even there was one... It's like there, the Aflac duck. Yeah, sure. And then there's... there's other people in trouble. There's even one puzzle where it says, like, it tells you to, to get on the TV, right? Um, like, like, one of the stages, there's this one store that has, like, uh, TVs that were, that are being for sold, and there's a camera pointing towards like a certain direction. So if you press a button, you can have the camera point at you instead as a goose. So you're you're in the, the TV. So that's you completing the task, kind yeah. of thing. Or I guess this is some that's, that's like a spoiler to a puzzle. So there's that. That people. sounds interesting. Yeah, it's uh you can get it. You can play it on the Nintendo Switch. On it's also available on PC and Mac. Right, uh, I believe okay. right now Steam does not have it yet, but I know Epic, uh, Epic uh, Game Store has it. Um, I believe an Epic Game Store is fifteen dollars right now, which is a discount from twenty dollars. But it's an indie game, so eventually you're gonna get a good discount something in the near future. But it's pretty fun. Um, when I was playing it, like it's like a nice old-fashioned kind of game where you can play for three hours and you're done. Um, right now there are some, there are memes that are popping up online because of this game. As well as uh, speedruns. Speedruns are really popular with this game right now to see how people how people can can defeat quote unquote defeat the game really fast, like go through all the puzzles and whatnot. So yeah, mm. untitled good. That sounds game. like fun. Yeah, that'll be my recommendation, and that's what's going on. Before we move on to the next topic, just in case the listeners actually care, Ruthie, where can people find you online? You can find me on Instagram at grace thirteen. That's G R R A C E one three. For in um, travel picks, random picks, <laughs> food picks, cat picks, actually mostly cat picks. Um, and you can also find me on Instagram at b.entwine, that's B-E-D-E-N-T-W-I-N-E-D for um, any event designs, uh, fav- party favors, bridal shower favors, uh, kids party favors, etc., etc., and DIY stuff. Yeah, and if you, go to, if you look at Ruthie's uh, Instagram, it has a bunch of pictures from Paris. So there's that. More than just yes, yes. I'm still not done with Paris. Yes. And this is Albert. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5 and anything to do with whowhatwhereswhy.com. 
If you want to send us an email, send it to whoatworstwhy.email. Oh, wait, that email, come. Um, you want to send an email, send it to whoatworstwhy <laughs> at gmail.com. Email.com, gmail.com. I can see where I made the mistake. If you want to leave a quick comment, leave it on our Instagram page or on our Facebook page or on the website itself. If you want to show your support because we need it, like the Venmo thing, head over to yes. whoatworstwhy.com slash support to find out how. Music has been provided by the Y Axis. Find them at theyaxis.com. All the links and information can be found at whoatworstwhy.com. And I would imagine if you were listening to this to the podcast on a regular basis, you might automatically skip this mid-credits that we do here in the show. So for those of you who are still listening, here's a reward for you. Uh, first, first come, first serve. Here's a free digital copy of Spider-Man Far From Home. Oh, uh-huh. let's re- see who's listening. Yep, that you can redeem at redeem.sonypictures.com. Okay, so here's the code. I will also have it in the show notes. But if you're listening to this and you're the first, first person to, re- to claim it, it's yours. Okay, um, here's the code. 361-AEFKY-S5BTK019. I'm not sure if the zero is an O or a zero, but I'm, sure, I'm it's assuming a zero. it's a zero. So once again, it's 361-A as in Alpha, E as in Edward, F as in Francis, K as in Kit Kat. Kentucky. Kentucky. <laughs> y, <laughs> y as in... As in uh, uh, Y axis, <laughs> Y axis, or your or your Belinda, <laughs> your Belinda, S as in Sp- California, yeah, S as in Spider Man, five B as in Batman, uh, T as in uh, toy, a uh, top, uh, Toy Story, okay, K as in Kit Kat, zero one nine. You know what? Just go to the sh- go to the show notes and the link's right there. The, the code's right there. Uh, go And then go to redeem.sonypeaches.com and then plug it in there. It'll ask you for your email or whatever. And then they'll send you the digital copy of Spider-Man Far From Home. So that will be our thank you for listening to this part of the show. <laughs> How about a game, Ruti? A pop quiz, you could say, by Encyclopedia Britannica. And the title is Fact or Fiction. Yay, you know how I love games. Yes, yes. Um, go ahead and get it on your phone or on your web browser. And okay. we shall start this quiz. It says here, pop quiz, fact or fiction. Uh, was the hula dance originally a form of religious observation? Is it true the name Lego has no meaning? Sort through the facts and find the meaning in Mardi Gras t-shirts and other aspects of pop culture. Uh, listeners, if you want to play along, feel free to, to uh, pause, pause this podcast and hop on the website. The link's on the show notes or I guess go to <clears throat> Britannica.com slash quiz slash Pop hyphen quiz hyphen fact hyphen or hyphen fiction. <laughs> <laughs> or just go to the show notes and click on the link and you can play along with us. All right. So if you're back, listeners, uh, you have 30 <clears throat> seconds to answer each question. The faster you answer, the higher your score. When you're done, try try again to beat your high score. All right. So I, I'm I'm assuming I'm gonna it's not gonna work well for me because I have to read the question out loud. <laughs> but Ruthie, feel free to answer it right away if you want to ra- answer right away. Just Wait till I'm done with the question before answering. I mean, uh, vocalizing your answer. All right, start this quiz. Boop. A musical has no words. Fact or fiction? Fiction. Um, fact. Damn it. <laughs> okay, next question. Oh, the answer is fiction, but hey, guys. <laughs> next question. Fireworks have different colors because they use different dyes. Fiction. Fiction. Uh, correct. All right, next question. 
T-shirts are called that because they were originally dyed with tea leaves. Sure, why not? Fact. No. Fiction. Damn it, fiction. Ugh. <laughs> the name Lego has Cause no... Because it's in the shape of a T. <laughs> okay. The name Lego has no meaning. Uh, fiction. E- fiction. All right, correct. Woo. The world's largest model railroad is in Germany. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, model railroad. Model railroad. Largest. I'm going to say fact. I'm going to say fact, too. Correct. Woohoo. Fact. Nice. Mardi Gras means Fat Tuesday. A fact. Fact. Yes, correct. All right. In Mahjong, East Wind makes the first move. I already forgot. Oh, man. <laughs> wow, <laughs> we haven't played in a long time. I- I'm going to say fact anyway. Why not? Fact. Fact. Sure. Correct. Woohoo. Nice. The hula dance was originally a form of religious observation. I'm going to say fiction. Fiction. I'm say fact. Damn it. It's fact. Yes. Your results. All right. I got 93 out of 160 points, 5 out of 8 correct. And there we go. Um, I got all of them correct. Did, yes. you, did you really get all of them correct? Wow. I got all of them correct. You really are good at the quizzes in the show. I am. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm going to go ahead and read out the reason why the answers are the way they are. Uh, a musical has no words. Correct answer is fiction. A live theatrical production. A musically, A musical typically offers a simple but entertaining plot with spoken dialogue interspersed with music, song, and dance. It's also called musical comedy or musical theater. So yeah, I guess that's true. It should be fiction. Um, fireworks have different colors because they use different dyes. It is fiction. No, fiction. Each, each color in fireworks is produced by different minerals. Bright greens mm-hmm. are, form, are from barium. Blues come from copper. Yellows are from sodium. More colors are made by mixing these materials. Okay. Uh, yep. Why don't you do this, the next two? So, t-shirts are called that because they were originally dyed with tea leaves. Correct answer, fiction. T-shirts are called that because of their shape. They resemble the letter T. Ha! See? I knew that. Yeah, because you work with clothes. <laughs> that's that too. <laughs> okay, go on. <laughs> the name Lego has no meaning. Meaning. Did I say meeting? Meaning. Meaning. Your correct answer, fiction. Lego comes from the Danish expression, legot. Which means play nicely or play well. Ooh, I could I could use it in real life. I can go let go. I like that. Let God. I can I can talk to my dogs and go let God. Let God. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna tell my cats that too. Let God when they start play fighting too harshly. All right. Uh, the world's largest model railroad is in Germany. Answer is fact. Located in Hamburg, the world's largest railroad includes more than ten thousand cars and spans more Whoa. than eleven thousand eight hundred forty square feet. <gasps> Wow. Whoa, that's, that's uh, cool. I want to go there. 1,100 square meters. Uh, Mardi Gras means Fat Tuesday. Fact. Mardi Gras, French for Fat oui. Tuesday, uh, is a festival always celebrated on a Tuesday with parades and feasts that starts a 40-day period before the Roman Catholic Holy Day Easter. <laughs> Wait, Isn't so, that ironic? <laughs> so is, Mar- is Mardi Fat and Gras Tuesday or is it the other way around? Uh, the other way around. Mardi is Tuesday and Gras is Fat. Oh. Mar- like, Mar- like Like Martinez. Martinez? Like gro- Mardi. Marti- yeah, Mardi, Martes. Martes. Mardi is, is French for Tuesday. Why am I even trying? Okay, go in, go in <laughs> with the next two. In Mahjong, East Wind makes the first move. Your answer, fact, is correct. In Mahjong, East Wind chooses 14 tiles and the other players, players each choose 13. I can read tonight. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> East Wind then discards a tile and the play begins. Oh, we never called it that. We just call it it, right? I guess so. Yeah. God. Question and la- last but not the least, the hula dance was originally a form of religious ob- observation. Fact. Like some other Polynesian dances, the hula began as a form of worship. 
It became a form of entertainment in Hawaii in the 20th century. Every body movement or hand gesture has a specific meaning. Mm. Yes, I knew that. All right. And that's our uh, pop quiz from Encyclopedia Britannica. I don't know if they changed the quiz occasionally or this is just a permanent quiz. <laughs> but <laughs> I know. We both got the same one. Yeah, we both got the same one. Uh, well, I guess if we got if we both got a different one, then I, that wouldn't work in the episode, would it? <laughs> <laughs> I guess not. Okay. All right. Well, listeners, uh, feel free to tell us how you did if you want to. Uh, if not, uh, enjoy your free copy of Spider-Man Far From Home if you're able Whoever to got get it. it. <laughs> Whoever got it, right? And if you're, if you're going like, why did he say that? Then maybe you should listen to the whole episode and find out. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Okay, anyways. Uh, <laughs> all right, folks. Thanks for listening. This was episode 255 of the Stuff and Junk Show. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, this has been a podcast on the Who What Works Wednesday.